another day, another dollar. Welcome back, everyone, <laughs> to another episode of George and Jess's Happy Hour. If you hear the mm. sound of that, that was just smacking her lips. Um, um, what are you using today, Jess? Chocolate and cream. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. No, that was a lie. But I can't say what it is because of... Um, data production. Data production. GDPR. <laughs> yeah, I was told off at work for GDPR. Were you? Because Why? I... Um, someone called up my work place. I work in a bookstore. And they called up and said, can I have this book? And I said, sure, let me just note down your number. And I also noted down their name. And apparently that was a GDPR protection issue. No, but that's fine if they if they give it to you. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. Well, because I didn't coerce them to give me their name. Yeah. And then... If you, and, have, if you just slipped your hand into their wallet while they weren't looking and taking out their driving license. That would have been impressive because it was and over then, the phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then, then I was like, I'll just take the paper and put it in the bin. But my colleague said, no, I have to shred it. <laughs> <laughs> so they shredded a tiny scrap of paper yeah. with someone's name and no, number I, in it. I think it had some of my penguin doodles on <laughs> oh, it. Oh, no. Oh, dear, that's sad. So, moral of today's podcast, protect your privacy. Protect and serve. Protect and serve. But anyway, before we go any further... We should say the reason why we're doing this podcast today. Because we want to monetize our fun. <laughs> no, it's the um, fundraising spectacular. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. No, We've no. got a charity in mind. And the charity is East Anglia Children's Hospice. Yes. No, the, go- it's the air ambulance. Oh, yeah. Didn't you say your them... friend supported the air ambulance? I had an air ambulance come to school one day. Yeah, my friend from primary school. We used to, to Name them. He, he was called Josh Bell. Really? Yes. Ding dong bell. Yes. I should have given his full name. Not as long as he didn't give his phone number. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll have to shred that. I'm sh- I'm sure he won't mind. He's lovely, lovely guy. Um, What's he doing last now? Time I saw He's him, in prison. He was in Christmas 2019. Um, he went to visit him at prison. <laughs> no, he's visiting hours. He's trained to be a paramedic now. He's which he's wanted to do since primary school. So it's really impressive. And he used to do loads of fundraising for their ambulance. And then one day we went into school and they said <laughs> they used to write down the timetable for the day on the whiteboard. And they wrote it down, like, 9 o'clock, maths, 10 o'clock, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and at 10 o'clock, we were taking off into the field. And then in a few minutes, we heard a whirring and buzzing ahead. And, it was a bee. And, yeah, a large bee. No, it was the Great Western Air Ambulance. And they fluttered down and landed on the, on the field. And they were there for a couple of hours. Go and have a look at the helicopter. Did you speak to them? Did yeah, they spoke to everybody. Did you fly the helicopter? I, f- I flew it home, and um, <laughs> I only lived over the over the road. Over the, so this over the hill of yonder. So waste of resources. <laughs> yes. Well, it is a waste of resources, because while visiting these these jumped-up school children, they probably failed to save many yes, people who broke in their, <laughs> broke their legs they... on a mountain or something. Yes. Um, the air ambulance must be... And uh, ooh, I, maybe I don't know if this is true, but I think people in the air are—they're <laughs> probably thrilled when they hear such and such has broken their this and that on Mount such and this, um, because it means they probably don't get very much work. Because... I don't think they rescue people on mountains, though. That's the mountain Who rescue, does? mountain rescue service. Because the air, you, it's, you can't really land on a helicopter. On oh, I am address. such an idiot. You fool. <laughs> no, but Prince William was part no, of they, the air angry, angry rescue. The air angry. <laughs> no, they just go when um, when it's when it, when they need emergency quick transport. I just thought like something. in rural places. I think. What, what if you needed a paramedic, as some people sometimes do, and the paramedic you got was just really a bit of a brute, 
<laughs> i.e. had a poor bedside manner. I think they're trained not to... They train that out of them. They thrash it out of them <laughs> at, at paramedic school. Because I would feel horrible if I had broken both my legs while going for a morning <laughs> walk on the downs and then an air ambulance came and I said, at last, my angel, and then they were brutish. And they just... And they said something like, you, you idiot, what have you done? <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. I am loath to treat you. <laughs> so if you are a paramedic or equivalent... Do, are you trained in bedside manner? I'm genuinely interested. I feel like the sort of people who become paramedics are quite nice, sort of public spirited people. Do you know any paramedics? Well, yeah, my friend Josh from <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. We are back where we begun. <laughs> yes. I which don't know paramedics. Us back to the purpose of the podcast, which, I, ambulance. which we, we knew we must do, um, which is to um, say a special hello to a good friend we miss. Uh, oh, yes. Yes. Um, who Josh will, Bell, <laughs> yes, who will remain nameless, but let's just say the name rhymes with Delphine Bifidel. <laughs> oh, Delphine. Yes. Oh, you, you just I said it. Oh, yeah. Well, you basically did. You said Delphine. It's it a, it a clever, subtle rhyme. But subtle. we also want to incorporate all our listeners. So, whoever you may be, if your name is, uh, if your name is David or uh, Borge or Bess. Or or Belphine. For a second, or I was, Ben. I was, thinking, <laughs> I was thinking, who's Bess? <laughs> you can't do, you can't do a fake name like that for Ben, because it begins with a B. <laughs> well, no, not a B one. <laughs> you couldn't do a fake one with George starting with a G. No, that's true. But how do you for disguise someone's either. name Ben? Uh, Den. <laughs> and you also could Hen. do you could do Jess with a G. Men. My name doesn't begin with a G. No, but not when you say it though. It sounds the same. Jess. Guess, 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 and guess. Black. George's your your name actually sounds like it begins with a J. George, I think in some cultures I bet it you does. wish your name began with a J. I'm happy with how my name is spelled. Uh, I'll tell you one person whose name <laughs> does begin with a J and name is George. George. Oh God, George Soros. Person, no, not George Freddy Soros. George. Person who's currently penning the Batman comics. Oh, I've got no idea. <laughs> Alongside Chips and Darcy, George. Any of our listeners know or or um, don't dwell on it because I'm not sure it's going to be. If none of our listeners <laughs> know who is penning the current Batman comics, stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> you wrong podcast. George Molina, I want to say. George Molina. George Jimenez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> George Jimenez, if you're listening, well I done. Absolutely, well done. You're an astounding artist, and recently I was trying to mimic your style. <laughs> I'm he's, doing, he's not there. <laughs> I'm doing Inktober. Inktober. No, no you're I'm not. not. No, I might start doing it. George's though. best friend recently told me about Inktober. Is anyone else doing Inktober? Let us know if you are. Apparently, the prompt today was uh, spoiler alert, stop listening now if you're still. Stop listening now. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, we are twice told people to stop listening. If anyone's very quick to uh, to react to instructions, <laughs> then they'll, they'll stop listening by now. It's like when I said earlier about Gandhi. Do you remember? I thought Gandhi yes. said, poke out your eyes. But no, you George told me that yeah, he didn't. Eye for an eye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Makes the whole world blind. Well, ah. that changes everything. <laughs> or maybe it's eye for an eye. Makes the whole world blind to, to the facts that <laughs> retribution is necessary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the kind of, that's the kind of, that's the kind of thing that uh, Gandhi would have loved. He yeah. loved that kind of thing. That kind of little, uh, yeah, little, little bit of... Uh, a little bit of fun. A little nougat of fun. <laughs> anyway, what's your favourite? Um, what, do you prefer a Chinese or Indian takeaway? Uh, not many. Well, actually, recently when I walked to Ely with my dad, um, we 
we had a little break in this little town, whose name I forget, but it was a lovely little shack. I stayed in a place called the Red Lion, and there was a fan overhead that was going, oh, what, and on on this one of the coldest days of the year. Yeah, and my dad was like, can we keep the windows open? And I was like, ah, are you joking? And he wasn't. But we kept the fan on as kind of a as kind of a halfway house. Oh, anyway, nice. but before we watched SES Who Dare Wins, and before we had little evening reading time, we went to the takeaway. It was called Will Walk. Will Walk. That's W I double L space W O K. Does it belong to someone with called Will? I thought. I think it certainly belonged to someone who had a walk. Yeah, I think that's a prerequisite for that. And, and me and my dad, who's currently on a boat in some kind of ocean, we were misled into believing that it was a sit-in place. It was not. It was a takeaway. Oh, um, no. Did you sit down? <laughs> no, it was, there was nowhere to sit. <laughs> we had to sit on the floor. But it was connected to the people who owned the house. And I thought it would have been funny if we just called into their house. But that was not allowed. It would be funny. I think they would have probably let you stay, probably. If I gave them a big the smile like this. always right. <laughs> yeah. No, the customer... Oh, George, I work in retail. The customer is not always right, nor bright. <laughs> but anyway, we went to a park, and I had a, 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 a what are those plastic Tupperware boxes called? Well, Tupperware, yeah. Tupperware box. I had a plastic Tupperware box full of, oh, full of vegetable curry. rice, and one oh. was full of vegetable noodles. Oh no, really? Yeah, it's nice. Oh, that's so you had to eat oh, out, no. We knew you had to eat it out of the out of the takeaway boxes. Yeah, well, because you don't take it back to your hotel park bench. Your no, because my dad said it was stink out of the place. Oh, that's very fair. Yeah, well, that's very practical. He's a practical man. Yeah. Uh, I was going to quote Helen Skelton on Strictly, who said, yes. uh, I'm not sexy, I'm practical, but I don't want to apply that to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. and, also, uh, and also... Helen Skelton's very practical. And sexy. She And sexy, yeah. Um, she cycled to the South Pole. As I was Is that really it. practical, though? I think you have to be quite practical to cycle to the South Pole. I think you have to be quite sexy. I couldn't do it on my bike. Because <laughs> if someone... <laughs> my, no, quite a little basket on the front. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right here I, I can do it in my bike. With the brakes squeaking. Actually, I could do it in my bike because my bike has no brakes, which means I couldn't stop <laughs> Doesn't once I bit. began. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You just have to keep going until you arrive on the other also, side of the South Pole. Also, I'm sorry to say this, but she can't have gone to South Pole because let's plain, plain and simple. There's a big sea in the way. No, no, you're thinking of the North Pole. The North Pole is the one with the sea. Antarctica. Antarctica. Antarctica is a very real um, threat. Real <laughs> threat to us. Also, no, what, well, yeah, I, I heard a while ago that icebergs carve off the side of Antarctica, really? but they're very big. They're really big. They're like the size of. Um, yeah, I knew that. The size of a British county. Did you get that from Frozen Planet? Possibly, possibly. No, no, it's before that. It's before that. And these these huge icebergs, the size of say Cambridgeshire, float across the ocean. Imagine standing in the middle of that. You would think you were on some kind of Iceland. And then you walk to the edge and, and you say, God, I'm floating. Yeah, you're in, in the sea. No, you'd probably get to the edge and think, I'm on some kind of land continent. But you're just floating in the sea. Well, we're all just floating in the sea. Um, I don't think I am. Also, that made me think of a really good point. Have, do you remember the snowball earth? No. Well, I suppose it's now time for George's words <laughs> wise. What's the snowball earth? It's when the earth was a snowball shape and texture. And I don't remember that. It was several billion years ago. You think of some, is that kind of some kind of Minecraft no. reference? No. It's straight fact. It's a real thing. Isn't it true, anyone who may be listening, um, despite being warned off listening twice, that the earth was once snowballed? A snowball. Let us know. Actually, you know. Don't, even, don't even second guess me. Search up snowball earth. Snowball earth. And I guarantee you'll find something worth clicking on. Interesting. Well, that leads us onto the word for the wise for today, which is 
um, snowball, which is I was I was reading the other day about these monuments that they built in like near Stonehenge. I think they're big sort of burial mounds, and on the Wikipedia article it was saying they couldn't have been built without a high degree of societal organisation and centralisation of power, and that made me think, wow, we are so in enthralled to the stories that we're told about the past because I always thought before Roman times I think most people probably think that we were sort of like hunter-gatherers running around you know and 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 you know in fact if there was this sort of society or organised society where people had culture and structure and place much like the one we have today that's it's been completely lost to the world and part of me thought having studied history for three years, thought that, in a way, that wasn't possible for something to be lost in that way. But it's something to think about. So, the in, in summary, I would say... In submarine? Yeah, in submarine. <laughs> don't believe everything you're told. That's a good word to the wise. Thanks. But I wonder what the name of the civilization was. I think it was probably... Uh, the English. Funland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Funland. Funland's uh, the name of a serial killer in the Sandman oh, TV so. show and comics. Comics no. first, and also audio series. Oh, not a real one? No. no. Nope. That's good. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. What's your word to the wise? So. Ooh, you could do one. Me, we'll change it a word to the wise. My word to the wise is grace. My middle name, and also a practice that you should all do. Practice and preach grace to all around you. It's the the primary tenant. It's the proof of the pudding. And the primary tenant. And I think I think I might be wrong, but I think it gets you into heaven. So if that's where you want to go, that's, that's what you've got to do. That's what you've got to do. Oh, what? and confession. Recently, I went to my first confession. Yes, yeah, it's, it's true, listeners. I, I sat in the box. She did. And the she was there for <laughs> six hours confessing everything. I, just, no, I was there for six hours because I didn't realise... I was the first one to be meant to speak. <laughs> I was waiting for the priest to say, yes. Waiting for the priest to confess. <laughs> waiting for the priest to say, I'm pleased to meet you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, the priest probably had quite a lot to confess. Is that controversial? Oh, oh careful, <laughs> careful. <laughs> um, and I, I no, I didn't, go, I didn't go to confessional. But I, I, if I was, I would confess that I just love podcasting more than anything. And they would say, wrong, you should love God more than anything. And they would give me... Ten Hail Marys to do, and uh, a job lot of push-ups. Does anyone know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny if they gave out things like that, or like Media maths homework. Yeah, yes. They just push you to do is... some sums through the little yeah, counter. Yeah, 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 yes. <laughs> do these? Get me back to back, going back to me by Friday. Oh, this is your son's maths <laughs> I same one who has to do a Hail Mary. I do. How do you do? You got to have some rosary beads. Can you? What? What are the words? Is it a prayer like the Lord's Prayer? You got to go. Hail Mary. Hail Mary. No, that's not a Hail, Hail Mary. Mary. Hail Mary. Hail <laughs> Mary. Like, hip hip hooray Mary. <laughs> oh, Hail Mary. <laughs> no, but uh, the Catholics are very keen on the Virgin Mary. Mm. Or the Hail why. Mary. Yes. Well, uh, yes. But you do, got to, you do have to have rosemary beads. Rosemary beads. beads. <laughs> and with a little gourd of rosemary. <laughs> Powdered dried rosemary. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's counter helpful. That, that's actually preaches to the to the devil instead. <laughs> Do you think there's some kind of funny, humorous thing that could be played on upon rosary beads slash anal beads? Um, yes, a little string of an- anal beads. Anal <laughs> <laughs> man. I wonder what the difference between them is. Because I've ne- never possessed either. No, no. 
Um, I imagine it's anal true, listener. Beads are probably bigger. Did you hear about talking of anal beads? Did you hear about the chess player? You must have heard about the chess player. This is the beginning of a joke. No, it's the, the beginning of a true story. <laughs> oh. Listeners, you may have heard about this, so I apologise if I'm <laughs> preaching to the converses. <laughs> but I, actually, but, just before we go on, I, I suppose mean, most people who are preaching are preaching to the converses. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. Anyway, anal beads yeah. and chess. Um, right. So the story begins that you know that famous chess player. I can't remember his name. It's like Marcus something. I would say Marcus Rashford, but it's not Marcus. He's a Rashford. football player and motivational football speaker. Player. And it's probably I don't know whether he plays chess, but maybe he does. Um, and a very famous chess player was playing another chess player, and he was beating him. The the, the upstart was beating the the experienced one, and the experienced one was like angry and stormed off. And it turned out, well, allegedly because he denies it, that the upstart was had a magnetic anal bead inside his cavity. Which cavity? The usual one that you would put something the like that cavity. in. And he was getting a, a computer was sending him instructions for chest moves and it was vibrating so, and he, so he could tell what the, the best move was to do. That so, I, and it, 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 is, that, it has apparently shocked the world of chess. But vibrating how? Like so she was going. Bzz, yeah, but how would you know what that meant? Well, I imagine it, it would go like bzz, 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 four, bzz, 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 like D D four. <laughs> yeah, but how would you know what to move? Well, no, it would, it, would you, <laughs> it would give you the square of the piece that you've got to move, and then the square that you've got to move it to. I'm dumbfounded. Yeah. Also, why didn't he put the little metal node somewhere that wasn't his anus? Like, maybe underneath his tongue. Underneath the tongue. Yes, but it could be spotted there. Maybe in the cheek. Maybe it's quite big. And they'd be like, uh, have you got something in your cheek? And you'd say, yes. I'm ulcer. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't make fun of it. Why yeah. is it buzzing? <laughs> I've also got a little magnetic device. Yeah. Yeah. Oops, I've said too much. Or you like, could just put it nose. up the nose, in you your hair. have a cold. Under your, your armpits. Under your armpits. Oh, yeah, Under armpits, in belly button. Could do. Up, yeah, I mean, anus works. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like there's more options. Yes, it's a bit suspicious you went straight for the anus. <laughs> they were like, okay, we've got this little... Put it in my ass. <laughs> we, we don't have to put it in It's designed for your mouth. Shut up, man. I'm my chess game. Did he win it in the end? And how did they know? Well, no, he, he he's Marcus Rashford stalled off. And he, but he was, he was, he was, he was winning. Um, so after after I, I sticking a, 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 a vibra- metal vibrator up his ass, he didn't even win the game. I guess someone on Marcus Rashford's team maybe saw him coming out of the toilet, jiggling, a bit sheepish, um, or maybe maybe saw him sort of shift off his seat a little bit and thought, mm, "What's going on there?" Or maybe he stood up when he allegedly won and it fell out. <laughs> that went ding 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 onto the floor, <laughs> right by an audience member's shoe, and yeah. they picked it up. <laughs> Give it a little wipe. What, what is this? Yeah, it looks like it started buzzing. <laughs> I imagine it looks either like what's that little quivering gold ball from Quidditch? Oh, the snitch. I imagine it either looks like the snitch, sans wings, or like a twenty questions sphere. I imagine it looked like a little, um, you know, those tiny little ball batteries, bearings. the tiny little circle oh, yeah. batteries, something like that. I imagined. Um, so, but that's not spherical. No, not spherical. I don't think it was spherical. But you said ball. He's a little ball. Did I say ball? A little, little... Maybe he uh, didn't say that. A brittle ball. I think... <laughs> it's actually a wooden... It was actually <laughs> clockwork. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was attached by, like, the string. <laughs> down his trousers. Very obviously. To a, a was, team of chess players. Yes. It was a, uh, 
like a like a, a tin can telephone <laughs> with one end up up there and someone going Queen's D4 oh do you think you could fit a tin can up your bottom no well maybe some people could I probably probably one in a hundred people can <laughs> one in a hundred people can fit a tin can up there yes. and the rest of us no chance the rest of us he says <laughs> yes including myself we're actually we're actually delivering this podcast uh, by speaking to you through tin cans Via in tin our can. bottoms <laughs> We're not speaking, we're just vibrating. That's our why it's sphincters. got such a sonorous texture. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, what's that? What's the name of that? That peristalsis. It's what the gut do to push food along. Oh yes, it goes yes. Warp, warp. I think that's amazing. It's amazing. Apparently, if you feel the ends of the gut, it feels like velvet. I bet it feels really nice because it's got all the, the villi. Yeah, oh, yes, the vi- yes. villi. And there's upon the villi a smaller villi, and upon <laughs> them a smaller villi. Micro villi. Yes. Imagine if someone was like you. Come and visit my villa, and you're like, oh, they mean their 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 Italian beautiful Roman villa, yeah. and, and then so you they went, ate you. yeah, they ate yeah. you, and you just were like, beautiful velvety feel, they ate you. but it's not what I wanted. Yeah, yes, yeah, so I think it would be nice to feel. I bet it's a kind of it's a, probably a delicacy in some places. You can make like coats out of it or something. <laughs> I think you've told me that before, and I think when you first told me, I laughed in your face, but now I'm just. So astounded that you still hold on to that backwards yes. belief. No, no, I don't think it should. We should make coats out of it, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone's oh, tries. What's your coat made out of? <laughs> That's why it's so smooth. That's why it's a baby smooth. Yes. Villi upon Imagine villi. a coat made out of villi and baby's bottoms. <laughs> yes. What like so villi mane and then it's the baby bottom trims. Yeah, like on the shoulder pad. <laughs> yeah. <the> baby bottoms. <laughs> an elbow pad. That pad. That would be amazing. <laughs> That would be beautiful. <laughs> Very cool. And people cool. would say, wow, your shoulder pads are as smooth as a baby's bottom. And, well, you probably blush <laughs> and not confess, but uh, you will know. And on contrarily, imagine if, um, contrary wise. If, imagine if the intestines were just sort of, uh, sort of burlap sacks <laughs> and, and the food was squeezed through and it, like, it leaks oh, out of no. the burlap sack into the rest of the body. It's amazing how the human body is just, just, just fantastic. Very complex, but it works. It's so, it works it so well. Be, it could be a lot worse. That, that two it? bodies are wondering whether we can make coats out of it. <laughs> two enterprising folk <laughs> can't help but wonder whether the coat industry needs an overhaul. Yes, let's destroy the most the most efficient um, f- energy extraction system in the world. Well, that's probably not the most efficient, but you know, I mean, and make it into a coat. <laughs> That sounds like something Ed Gein would say. Yes, yeah. But not to anyone, to himself. Well, apparently he did confess to his crimes to a lot of people. And people laughed it off at him, just just joking around. Really? Yeah. Mm. That happened the other day, actually. The other month, I believe. Someone confessed to killing their grandmother in a game of truth or dare. Oh, dear. Oh, yes, so he says. Yeah. That's quite... Well, I didn't say in a game of truth or dare. No. The the truth was, what's the craziest true crime story you've recently <laughs> yeah, heard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's that is that is true, and also I suppose it, it shows that they're playing by the rules of the game. I suppose, yeah, you've got to give them credit because, for that. Oh, the number of times I played a game of Truth or Dare, and I'm like, and they're like, Dare, hee hee hee, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I dare you to X and Y, and they say no, I want to go back to a truth, and I think you should have chosen truth. To begin well, with. yes, and then they have to do the forfeit, and you say, all right, you have to do each shit. And then they go, no, I don't do that. And then well, yeah. you've got no, you've got no legal power to compel <laughs> them to do anything. Should I play a game of quick game of truth or dare now? All right, okay, truth or dare. Oh, I thought I was going to be asking. Uh, truth. Um, what is your um dream dinner date? Ooh. Firstly, um, 
I want a really big soup to start with. Okay. To wet the gut. <laughs> yes. And then a cheese course followed by a main. And I want it to be in an Italian villa with a lush pool Not Italian outside. Villa. And George, I want you to be there with me. Oh, that's very, very kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> and loving. We'd have a lovely time. Um, Aren't I sweet? <laughs> yes. How sweet. Now I'll ask you a truth or dare. Truth or dare? I'll do a dare. I... Oh, really? Yeah. I just, so we get the, just so we get the... Um, try, try both sides. Okay. Coin. I dare you to make the loudest noise you can. Okay. I'm going to have to turn the microphone off for this, otherwise you turn at home off. will be deafened. Okay, see you in a second. Beep. Beep. Ah, my ears! <laughs> <laughs> that was a loud go, noise. Go, oh, well, I can still hear it. <laughs> can you hear the reverberations coming through? Oh, my Who oh. knew so much blood was stored in the <laughs> eardrums? <laughs> oh, God, I think I can hear the police coming. They must have been in the area and heard that. <laughs> <laughs> Do the police just come when they hear loud noises? Probably, yeah. I, if I was the police, if I heard a, like, a, a noise, like just a very loud noise. That just tells me you'd be a, a terrible... You, no, you'd I would be like uncover... the bat of police. I would, I, would, I would uncover crime where nobody else went. Work on echolocation. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think you'd be a bad police officer because you'd hear a lot of an explosion and be like, oh, we didn't get a call about it. <laughs> I wouldn't. If I heard an explosion, I'd go towards it. But if I just heard a loud noise, I wouldn't necessarily. Well, just well, like loud noises can only basically only be explosions, the loudest noises. Or, no, because what if I had a loud noise and we're like, let's go investigate. And then it just <laughs> we went to the airport and it was just like a, a Concorde breaking the sound barrier. Well, waste of police resources. <laughs> Five people are dead, <laughs> two, two people are robbed. Do the police turn up every time a plane takes off? <laughs> What's the problem? What's going on? Anybody committing anybody <laughs> a crime? I, I, on the police force, I'm my, my duties as an agent of justice are not, are not best suited. <laughs> no. A vigilante. That's what I pursue. Vigilantism. I think um I think I would be a, 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 an alright on the police. You'd be like Chief Wiggum, I think. Chief Wiggum? Yeah. <laughs> what the donut eating, gun toting Monster. Um, monster. <laughs> Freak. I love Chief Wiggum. Clancy Wiggum. Yes. No, but I think you because I um I can't imagine you turning up to a scene of a really bloody crime and doing anything. I think I would be quite disturbed. I, but no, but you'd, be I think, you'd be the one being sick and then being like, it's I, his first case. No, no. What I would do if I was ever in that situation, I would just go, right, in times like these, the emergency services, we just have to do our job, step up can't do and do the right thing. <laughs> and then I would just grip my teeth and get through it and then probably go home and 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 weep and then, <laughs> and then hand them my notice the next day <laughs> every time yeah, yeah, yeah. no but uh, after watching one of my true crime documentaries and i told you this george that the, the detective who found loads of bodies under john wayne gacy's house he said he wasn't at all traumatized because every day before work he put a coin in his pocket and at the end of the day he took the coin out of his pocket oh that's a very good way of dealing compartmentalization with i think this is a good bit of um I hope you're learning something, listeners. <laughs> I do that with my podcasting. Whenever I'm podcasting, put a coin in my pocket. Yes, and then when you're when you're done, you can uh, you can you can go back to the real world. 
And let me tell you, George, I've missed the heavy weight of that coin in my pocket. Ooh, I love podcasting. Ooh, mother. Oh, yeah. The sweet sound of my voice and yours coming together in sonorous waves of frequency. You sound, you've gone a bit American. <laughs> Filling its way into the microphone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love America. Oh. Should we do an accent competition? Yeah. What, look, I, you do... Um, Arkansas. Arkansas, go on. I'm from Arkansas. <laughs> I do Texas. Are you? <laughs> I'm from Texas. Are you? I'm from Mississippi. <laughs> are you? I'm from. Are you? I'm from New York City. Are you? Rooting tooting <laughs> apple pie. I'm from California. <laughs> are you? Okay, let's let's do a tourist one. Wales. I'm from Wales. <laughs> I, I think I can do quite a good Russian accent. Hello. I'm from Wales. <laughs> that makes it sound like a Welsh person just walked into the recording booth. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to be like Hugh Edwards and go, Hello, I'm Hugh Edwards. <laughs> this is the news. I'm sorry to announce that the Buckingham Palace has just announced. <laughs> That's I have to announce. But, yep, she's dead. Yeah. That's how he said That's, it. Yes, Buckingham Palace have just announced. That's... Wales is to be no more. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you got to this bit of the podcast, you must be happy because it's the best bit. Yes. You can do your own accent at home if you want, listeners. Um, your time is record now. Record them and send them into us. Can you do a um, French accent? Yeah, I am Hugh Edwards. <laughs> I'm sorry to announce. This is the news. <laughs> the news t- Imagine if they got someone with a very heavy French accent to announce the news. I think it would be a bit controversial. Controversial. Not for me, because I love the French. Controversial. Any French listeners? Oh, Duffy. Well, hopefully, yes. Hopefully at least one. But I... Uh, oh, yes. I'd like it. If... Half an hour. Oh, yes. I, I'd like it if Delphine announced the news. That'd be very... That'd be very nice to see a friend, friendly face. If I had to choose a celebrity to announce the news, it would be uh, Rowan... Rowan Atkinson. Or Rowan Williams, I was going to say. Archbishop Rowan Williams. Yeah, ex-archbishop. He's. <laughs> I think he stays an archbishop, though, doesn't he? Mm, or maybe not, so. actually. Um, he is... Uh, he's not very popular amongst the archbishopate these is he days. Not? None he of them are, though, aren't they? money. <laughs> maybe he didn't. Archbishop, I'm sorry for slandering you. <laughs> That's all right, just... Oh, sorry, I dropped my phone in the recording booth. We're in a soundproof vault. That's <laughs> <laughs> yes. the sounds of the outside world where it contaminate the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> we've been in here for days. <laughs> yes, help, please send help. And it's like don't... one of those sensory deprivation, <laughs> like sounds, sound deprivation. <laughs> sensory deprivation pops. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's why our voices sound like... No, but a good thing to do before you record a podcast is you've got to put coffee granules under your tongue to dry out so you sound nice and crisp. Like and, and you can do little voice exercises like... That's what I was doing this morning, because actually I'll tell you listeners about this, about my little idea. <laughs> that Jess was just bored by it when no, I said earlier. I just you were... strictly come dancing and you could go, pub, 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 pub. <laughs> They were like, it's funny how, there are like three... <laughs> um, there were, there are th- some sounds we can make with our mouths. Like, there's like back of the mouth sounds, like k and, and g. And they sound really similar. They're making exactly the same way. If you try, if you do, if you do like a k sounds and a g sounds, your tongue is in the same place in the mouth. G- but k- you just put the air through k- slightly differently. K- 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 and it's the same with t and d. T d. T d. Try it now, listener. T d. And finally, the last one is p and b. 
with lips purple purple and they're the, the, the same place same mouth shape z- z- uh, but different oh yeah yeah any others any any others that you know what about q k k no it's just a k sound what guess what sound this is that's a, a P, I would say. <laughs> it's all the air going out of a balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last little dregs of air. Exiting the Hindenburg. Yes. No, I imagine the Hindenburg went down I like... Think... Wee! <laughs> <laughs> Someone unplugged it and it went and just shot through the air like... <laughs> and it was like... <laughs> that would be scary. Would Did be many people die in Hindenburg? Yeah, it's like 40, I think. Quite a few. Scary. scary I devote sad. this podcast to those to who the died on the Hindenburg. Yes, that, yes, named after, of course, uh, sort of a Nazi fancy project, wasn't it? No, Hindenburg was no Nazi. He just led to the rise of the Nazis. Well, I think no, no, but the, and he said was, we will nip treason in the bud. It was, a, it was a product of Nazi Germany, I think. The Hindenburg. I they, they like promoting air, airship travel. Hey, it's not um, that I'm going to die on, so... but I just want to get the facts right. <laughs> no, but Hindenburg famously said to Hitler after the terrible night crystal marked, he said, we have nipped treason in the bud. But I think he was quite senile by that point. He, he actually... I mean, Hindenburg he... wasn't a... Oh, hang on. I, I think, Firstly, I think people... why are you I using think... my fingers to itch yourself? <laughs> <laughs> why do you explain to me the politics of the rising Third Reich? <laughs> what I was saying is that I think people have quite a high opinion of Hindenburg because he's so often juxtaposed next to Hitler. Yes. But in reality, he wasn't a great guy. He was a member of the, you know, the sort of militaristic elite of, of the German Empire. So there's a lot of people rail <laughs> Sorry, against God. the German Empire. I can't see you up there on your high horse. <laughs> also, if he was senile, how did he come up with such a witty line as nip trees in the bud? Oh, he's probably quoting someone. No, that's just a that's a phrase. Snip it in the butt. Nobody knows that. That's a very general phrase. Very German phrase. German <laughs> phrase. I wonder what the German equivalent is. Nip the treason in the butt. We nip it in the butt. Anyway. All right then. Um, Bye. Oh, wait, let's go sleep now. Oh. <laughs> that's how I want to end the podcast. I'm sorry if that seems a little forced. <laughs> I was trying to get it. <laughs> Alright, good night everyone. Good night. Good night. <sighs> ah, a good um, podcast, George. <laughs> another good another good podcast. And see you all again soon bye. for another episode. Do you have something you were gonna say? Yes. Last words. My last words were going to be <sighs> famous last words. <laughs> George, I thought you were going to stop the podcast. <laughs> oh no, you, you can you can do it as well. All right, goodbye, everyone. See you again soon. <sighs>